The Sermon That Changed the World, Episode 11, Hidden Secrets of the Lord's Prayer. So you're in church, right? And the person who is praying this week goes up and, well, starts to pray. And they pray a good, heartfelt prayer to God. A week goes by and it's time for church again. It's a different guy's turn this week to pray. He walks up there and he starts to say those rehearsed and familiar words, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Is this the man's prayer better than the other man's prayer from last week? I'm Laurel. And I'm Brandon. And this is Hidden Secrets of the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is how Jesus taught us to pray. People back in Bible times didn't know how to pray or really talk to God at first. Matthew 6 verse 6 says, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Jesus meant for us to pray to Him alone and not to pray just to be seen praying. He doesn't want us to pray to Him just to pray in front of people so we seem better. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Matthew 6, 7. God doesn't want our prayers to be filled with unnecessary words. He wants us to be direct and honest with Him and not to use fancy words and say things we don't mean. God already knows what we are going to say before we even start to say the prayer. Before we get into analyzing the Lord's Prayer, I just want to say that there really isn't anything special about the Lord's Prayer itself. It's like when you first move to a new area. When you first get there, you use a map to get everywhere. You need directions because you don't know the area yet. The people back when Jesus gave them this prayer didn't really know how to pray, so he needed to give them a guide, like a map. But once you learn your way around, you don't need the map anymore. Sure, there's nothing wrong with using the map, but you can get places without it now. The Lord's Prayer teaches what prayer is about, but once you understand it, you can do your own prayer. Now let's analyze the Lord's Prayer so we can understand what Jesus was trying to tell us about prayer. Our Father which art in heaven. When we say our Father, we are saying that we are children of God and that we pray for mercy and forgiveness for all of the children of God, not just ourselves. The second part of this line means that we are praying to to a God that lives in heaven and not to anything on earth. He's above everything and everyone. In the troubling times we live in right now, with the coronavirus pandemic, racial injustice, shootings, war, and so much more, it's good to know that we are praying to a God that is in heaven, that's above it all. And the second line is, hallowed be thy name. When we break it down, it means, it really just means we respect him. So we're just saying that we respect God, we're loyal to him and him only. It's like a pledge of allegiance to God. Thy kingdom come. This means that God is in charge and that he always will be. If we worship the one in charge and the one that will always be in charge, we have nothing to fear. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
when we break down this sentence and the words that are used, it means your wishes will be completed on earth just like they are in heaven. We're making a promise to God that we will obey his wishes on earth. Even if those wishes are against what we think is best, God is all-knowing. Give us this day our daily bread. In Exodus, the Israelites were fed with bread that came from heaven. I think this is the type of bread Jesus is referring to in the Lord's Prayer. It means that we will rely on God to provide for us. Growing spiritually doesn't mean that we become more independent. Quite the opposite, actually. It means that we become more dependent on Him. We rely on Him. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. When it talks about debt, it isn't talking about money. It's talking about sin. We're asking God to forgive our sins just like we forgive other people's sins against us. So before God forgives us, we must forgive others. We know this from Matthew 6.14, which says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. And lead us not into temptation. This part can sound like we're asking God not to tempt us, but that's actually not what it's asking. We're asking God for help to make the right choices and to avoid doing something wrong. We ask God to help us whenever temptation comes our way, because we can't resist sin on our own. But deliver us from evil. We're asking God to rescue us and set us free from sin in our lives. Whenever we make the wrong choice in sin, we need God to forgive us and help us out of the mess we made. Since we're sinners, we can't do it alone. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We are telling God that we won't forget that everything belongs to him. He's in control. He has the power over us and he deserves all praise and recognition. What everyone can take away from diving more in depth to the Lord's Prayer is that it's not as complicated as it might seem. The message from the prayer is easy to understand and impactful. We should use the Lord's Prayer as a way to learn how to pray and base our own prayers off of. We can use it like a guideline. It's important to realize the true meaning of prayer and how valuable it is. Often we get sidetracked from the true meaning behind prayer. We should use prayer to ask God for help in our lives and in the lives of others. We should ask for forgiveness from sin and show respect and love to God. One thing people listening now should do is reevaluate how much you value prayer, how you pray, and why you pray. Also, make sure you mean what you're saying. When you pray, don't let it be rehearsed. What I mean is don't let the words you say be without really knowing what you're saying, what, meaning what you're saying. If you're going to say the Lord's Prayer, know what it means so that you mean what you're saying. This has been Hidden Secrets of the Lord's Prayer, episode 11 of The Sermon That Changed the World. Thank you all for listening, and special thanks to Mrs. W for helping us produce this podcast. The next episode will be about judging others.